Welcome back to another episode of The Eclectic Era. I have my friend Marisa, my first guest ever on the podcast. Thank you for doing this. Of course. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming into the shoebox. You guys should see the setup where we're sitting and how it's looking because it's pretty funny, but it works. <laughs> and we got signal, so that's all that matters. Yeah. So I love spending time with you in general because you're oh, yeah. so creative and we vibe. Yes. So I wanted to have you on because you bring so much insight and I feel like it would be fun to sort of talk about your journey as a dancer and all the things that you've done and whatever else you'd want to talk about and kind of maybe give advice to yeah. Yeah. some upcoming creative. So we should just dive right into it. Shall we? Let's do it. I'm excited. I've never done anything. Well, I've done like one other interview, but that was kind of weird. This will be fun. <laughs> this will be fun. Okay, good. So tell everybody kind of who you are, what you do, and sort of your passion and why you're doing it. Um, okay, so first and foremost, um, I do hair. I guess that should be my main thing. But actually what takes up most of my time is like dance gigs um, I'm hired at like nightclubs, casinos. Um, I do music videos a lot. That's like my main thing right now. So I guess just like modeling and like atmosphere dancing and stuff like that is what I do. Yeah, you, you do a lot. I think you you make women feel beautiful and then you're obviously a performer and you're a dancer and you've done it for a long time. So yeah, yeah. that's one thing that I like about you too. You're so humble and sweet no matter like the amount of work and all that you're doing, you just, you know, remain the same and you're very sweet, Aww. very humble. Thank you. Yeah. So I love you. Oh, I love you too. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. My first guest. How exciting. <laughs> so who have you worked for or who are you working with right now that you're excited about? What's coming up? I know that you've been in music videos, like you said, and you have some coming up. So is there anything you want to, like, plug before we talk more? <laughs> so, like, um, when it comes to entertainment nightlife stuff, um, I'm with Amplified Entertainment based out of Reno, Nevada. Reno! Um, so when I was dancing before COVID got crazy and I couldn't really do public events, um, they were, like, my main hosts, I guess. Now with the videos, um, that's just, like, modeling like a video vixen yeah I guess that's what Music you call video it vixen. <laughs> yeah I actually would like to get into acting too and I tried auditioning for something recently that I didn't get a part for but they're like oh we might still need extras <laughs> so I, I might start doing stuff like that too because that was my passion growing up more so was like theater and um acting and like yes. uh, musical dancing too because that's very like you know theatrical and um, it's your vibe. Yeah, like the whole character thing. When I dance, people tell me, oh, you're such a performer because, like, you know, I have, like, the facials and stuff. Like, doing cheerleading taught me that. <laughs> um, and just, like, I don't know, I guess the way you carry yourself. But you give it your all. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you perform and you've yeah. killed it. And your outfits. Oh, yeah. Thank you should you. talk about that. Like, what goes into putting a whole look together and like how do you go about it what do you what would you suggest other go-go's doing yeah so like I usually have a suitcase full of stuff um I plan a lot of things for my team so I'll put together uniform type outfits but when it comes to like the modeling and videos usually I'm booked through an agency that will tell me what attire to bring and I just have a whole bunch of things on hand so like my advice to anyone else is to just always have like doubles of things if like an artist wants you matching with another girl 
or like, um, you know, just have so many options with shoes and undergarments too. Oh my God, that's like the most important for any kind of outfit or like dance uniform. You need to have the right undergarments <laughs> to... That's like a tip number one. Yeah. Bring like extra underwear. Yeah, different <laughs> styles and stuff, <laughs> different bras and like pasties and things because you never mm-hmm. know kind of, especially if you're being led by someone else and they bring a setup for you and you put it on, you're like, oh my God, this this is horrible. Like this is sticking out, that's sticking out. I always have fashion tape on me. I have like a whole hygiene bag too. I have like my gum in case I'm dancing, I get tired of my mouth. Like I can't have water and my mouth is dry. <laughs> um, I have like the deodorant, hairspray, everything. Like I literally have a whole week's worth travel bag, any video or dance gig I do. The best kind of like tip you've given me or kind of what you've shared that stuck was that you always had a bag of nuts oh, and you yeah. would have just like a little handful. Mm-hmm. You're like, just eat a little handful if you yeah. get hungry. It gives you energy and it's not too heavy that, you know, like you feel like you ate a meal or anything. Like I used to eat Cliff Bars a lot, but then I wasn't putting as much energy out afterwards, mm-hmm. I think. Those have so much sugar, too. Yeah. I love them, but they're so yeah high in sugar. Yeah, and I would do, like, raisins or grapes or even any, like, little fruit snack, and mm-hmm. that was bad, you know, retaining water and sugar like that when oh. you're trying to be active. I don't know. I'm really sensitive. My whole body is, like, very in tune with what's happening. So if I feel like my heart start acting up or, like, certain, like, my blood sugar gets low, certain Mm -hmm. things, I'll be like, okay, I have to do this or I need to chill on this or I need to eat this or take a break. Um, I smoke weed, so there are certain times that I can't. I just, like, learned (laughs) over time what my body could handle. And Mm -hmm. when I have to put out, like, a character or, like, a lot of energy or something, I can't mess up. Yeah, you can't take that chance. Yeah. Especially if it's on camera. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. There's so many things I've looked (laughs) back on that I'm like, I remember how I was feeling when this was being filmed and I was not feeling good or insecure or like I didn't even spend my time getting ready that much because I was feeling bad that day. My health was bad. My like mental space was bad. You kind of just have to be prepared for everything. Mm -hmm. Um and keep your water on you and just like <laughs> do you always have advil i do i don't or tylenol what yeah. do you have um i have <laughs> ibuprofen um or ibuprofen i don't know how you say it but um yeah. i keep that with me mostly for other people i will take it if it's a last resort mm-hmm. type thing if i'm in a lot of pain but um right yeah i just keep I, it just to have it but i hate taking pain meds mm-hmm. but like you said if you have to then yeah. if it's like your headache is just so bad yeah yeah, that's how I felt last night when my head was throbbing from mixing for an hour. And then I That's just... crazy that that happened to you too, like just having that pounding in your head. You have it going all the time, but then... Yeah, it was bizarre because I always keep it at the same level, but it was just pounding. But I didn't take it, didn't take any pain meds just because it's, you know, all holistic. Like, let's try to be as plant-based as possible. <laughs> that's my mindset. Same. Are you plant-based right now? Um, I'm vegetarian, but um, I would like to go more plant-based, but it, like all I my life. That's plant-based, like being vegetarian. Yeah, but I still, you know, do the cheese and everything, like um, a lot of processed foods, which I'm trying to cut out right now. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm on like my fitness journey right now, I think. <laughs> Girl, yeah, same. I've gained <laughs> in the last year the most weight I've ever gained in my life because I grew up like not ever being able to put on weight. And now just being so active and then with COVID just stopping everything and not having the motivation to keep going. Because my mindset was like, 
oh, I finally have a break. And then like a whole year went by and I'm like, oh shit, I am not feeling as comfortable and confident as I used to when I would be moving around and, you know, I just mm-hmm. feel like crap. You got the quarantine five. <sighs> I got the quarantine five or 10. <laughs> yeah, I got like I... 20, <laughs> 25 maybe. Uh, yeah, 25. I'm at the heaviest I've ever been. <laughs> so Well, you look great and... We know it's not about the number on the scale. We all weigh ourselves. Well, you actually just weighed yourself. (laughs) I was just curious. I haven't weighed myself in a couple months, but... You know, it's funny. I never go on it. I wipe it. Don't do it. Just to clean it. And I still keep it in my room, but I don't weigh myself. Just because it's not healthy. Don't do it. Don't weigh yourself. What's the best tip? Just measure. Every... Yeah, if you're really, like, trying to fine-tune a certain part of your body, then you can measure inches and stuff and, like, just work on leaning it out. But Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, having a healthy mindset every day, not thinking about the numbers, and then feeding your soul and feeding your body, like, good food and stuff, as long as you're just on your shit about staying healthy, then you don't really have to check all that and be all, like, on a timer about, you know, when you work out, how many days a week, and you know just yeah establish those really good habits Mm -hmm. I'm learning that now yeah after years of failure yeah see I as you say this I need to sit up straight because that's one habit I'm trying to break I know my core has totally weakened over this last year not moving my hips and dancing (laughs) yeah no I know it's just everybody just became stiffer and when you spend your whole life moving and then you (laughs) and then you just stop yeah, when you rest, you rest, y'all. Mm-hmm. So it, it was also probably hard for a lot of people, like not only, like you said, stopping physically, but then you have to sit with your thoughts, <sighs> yeah. which people are usually so on the go, and especially now everyone's like on their phone. You're constantly like feeding yourself information or feeding something, distracting mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, should we do like a revelation? What's your what's your time on your phone? You know your screen time? Should we check? I think I'm going to die. No, like oh fuck. You don't want to know. Um, should we do it? I'm going to check, but I might not tell you. How yeah. do you check? <laughs> I think you go into the go into the setting. Oh, screen time. Okay. Oh, daily average. That's like mm. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Should we say it? If I say it, you'll say it, right? Um, I'll start by saying that it has gone up by 7% compared to last week. <laughs> what? Why was Mine that? has gone down 35% from last week. Oh, good for you. I don't know what the hell wow. I was doing on my phone so much. But mine is still high. Okay, so <laughs> I guess before we say the time, we should say that we I spend a lot of time just, like, watching things, so I'm not always mm-hmm. on my phone. Yeah, just, like, texting and stuff. Same. But I am, like, guilty of just being on it and not needing to be on it. Right. So wasting time. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, you go first. Okay. <laughs> Mine's five hours and six minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, I can explain myself. Mine is six hours and 52 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and it's gone up since last week. <laughs> But, but it's gone up. Yeah. Mine has went down 35%. So what the hell was it before? You know? <gasps> Maybe you just weren't doing as much. On Tuesday, eight hours. Oh, whoa. You can check the day. Okay. Also, when I do classes, I w- I'm on Zoom. Yeah. So I'm on my phone. 
So oh here's God. my thing. Last week, I do know um, I was doing hair appointments a lot more. And this week, I was doing a lot more like video booking. So I think the reason it went up this week is because being on set when you have breaks, you know, I am just on my phone waiting and waiting. And I did have like two. Yeah, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> Saturday was like a nine hour day. It was ridiculous. I've never done a video that long. Wow. And yeah. Sunday was a pretty long day too. We were waiting for, um, oh yeah. If you want me to plug myself a little bit, I was waiting for too short to show up to our video. And uh... <laughs> it was like six hours late. Sorry, dude, but it happened. Um, I don't blame him. He was on a flight, so he like rushed right over, but, um, yeah. We were that's... supposed to be there like 12 to 5, and I think I was there 12 to 7, but... Um, What's up with that time management? Uh, he just had shit to do, I guess. I don't know when you're famous. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, that, that was fun, but I was on my phone a lot that day. I was just sitting on the couch like, oh my god, what's going on? Why are we sitting here still? Waiting. There'd be like 30 minutes of shoot time, and then we'd go back to like an hour break, <laughs> so... Well, hey, at least you have a video with too short coming yeah. out. Yeah. I had one in January that um, I was only in for like a second, literally a second. And you can hardly see me. I'm in the shadows. But now I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can actually <laughs> tell people, hey, go check me out. I'm so excited to watch that. So you kind of already, you know, said an experience. But what are, what's like the most bizarre experience that you've had? Either dancing, performing, it could be with, like, a production company, and you don't obviously have to, like, name any names, Yeah. but what's, like, either the funniest or most bizarre or, like, something you want to share? God, um, I've had a lot of frustrating issues. <laughs> Those I'd have to think about because it's just happened so many There's times. so and many. I don't, yeah, and I don't want to, like, say too much, but, mm-hmm. um, weird things. Okay, I've had, um, what recently... <laughs> This has never happened to me before, but um, someone was at a video I shot just hanging out, um, not even doing anything, like not part of production or anything, just a friend, I guess, of somebody who was there and was hanging out and had eyes on me the whole time and made a fake account to contact me and ask if they could like buy photos and videos and stuff um, of me and my husband. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I was like, uh, this has literally never happened. That was kind of crazy. Um, oh, my God. T. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. And he was um, I was like, uh, hot. well, no, this is how it started. Actually, he um, responded to a highlight story I had. I have like a whole I don't think I have it anymore. But on my Instagram, I had a page of just um, things I was trying to sell. What's your Instagram at? Glitz and Gogo, but it's like G L I T Z period letter N period Gogo. Perfect. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless. Um, but I had a highlight of a bunch of stuff I was trying to sell. So like old dance clothes, rave clothes, lingerie and stuff. So obviously, you know, guy responds and he's like, you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Um, can I buy this set? And so I respond to that part only. And I'm like, yeah, give me your address and I'll send it to you, blah, blah, blah. And I'll give you like my cash app and stuff. Um, and he was like, would you ever consider sending videos and, um, of you and your husband? I think you're a very lovely couple and this and that. And I was like, whoa, okay, that escalated quickly, but I would have to ask him, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But do you want this set of lingerie still, (laughs) you know, like I'll send it to you. And then he starts talking about, no, I want to meet up in person. Like, I want you to be wearing it. Oh, sorry. I want you to be wearing it and take it off and then like hand it over to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not not doing that. (laughs) What's up with these men? Yeah. 
the audacity. And I've never, like, (laughs) luckily in my life, you know, when you're a girl who's posting lewd photos, I guess. my Sexy photos. Sexy photos. Yeah, not even necessarily, like, lewd, but, like... Not scandalous. It's just, just a little risque. Um, yeah, you get, like, dick pics and stuff. I've never even gotten that, thank God. But, um, yeah, that was a wild experience that came from, like, a gig. But, how crazy is that? Yeah, and he was like, would it help if we knew each other? That's how I found out, because, um, I was like, what the fuck, do we know each other? And he was like, yeah, like, saw you at one of your videos, and... I was like, oh, my God, I don't even want to know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And he fell in love. <laughs> yeah. It's like, give me all your used underwear and everything. Men are, not all, but some are wild. Yeah. They're wild and out there. Yeah. They're sliding into girls' DMs, showing their peepees and, like. Yeah. And, well, these days, too, like, it's kind of reciprocated because girls are also more willing to be like yeah for money you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um which do you boo but it's the internet it makes things so much more accessible like that like just to openly be like i love your ass like send me a picture yeah <laughs> uh, and it's tempting i mean i don't blame anybody for starting an only fans mm-hmm. or you know having a patreon or whatever because if it's so easy and you're a beautiful woman, makes it kind of hard to resist that, I guess. Yeah. And, like, everyone's doing it, too, so it's kind of normalized. Right. And then there's obviously, like, those people with extremely conservative, and not not even, like, I don't mean it politically, but just, like, Mm -hmm. conservative views on that, and is that really, like, feminism and showing your body? Are you, you know, asking for something by doing that? Yeah. That's just, like, more of the religious, I suppose, perspective. And maybe not even just that. Some people don't have to be religious to... Just, yeah, conservative morals. I Mm -hmm. I totally, like, that's one thing that I talk about a lot. I I grew up in a very conservative family, I guess, and I didn't realize that until I was older, I guess Mm -hmm. until my 20s, because I was like, oh, you know, they're all super open-minded, and I look up to my my siblings and my parents and stuff for being so different than a lot of the other families I grew up around. Um, But then once I started doing my own thing that was a little more taboo than what they were used to, then it suddenly became oh, you know, where's your self-value and why are you doing this and you this got and that? shamed. Oh, yeah. When you started doing what you really wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, I've been mm-hmm. a performer since I was a child, so it was to be expected. I don't know how that didn't cross anybody's mind, but um, the way I look at it now is everyone's going to have a different perspective on feminism, but I do think that if you're promoting a positive body image while you're being open with your sexuality and stuff Mm -hmm. as long as you're not like devaluing if you're in a relationship if you're not devaluing right like that like as long as it's okay and your partner wants to do it with you or you know he's okay with you doing it loves you for you and lets you be you which also like obviously it's not like for me but I don't shame anybody for it but also it'd be nice if your significant other was like do what you want yeah relationships should be more free there should be freedom to be able to express yourself and Mm -hmm. do what you want to do yeah totally it took a long time for us to get to that point too because like when we first started dating um I was already performing obviously but we were Mm -hmm. in high school so 
I don't it's think the he high was school love. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think he realized that it was something I wanted to keep doing. Like I, I talked about, you know, when I go to college, I still want to like join the cheer team or like do community theater or something. These are still my passions, but I don't think he really expected me to try and turn it into a career. And it's become that way over the last like seven, eight years. It just mm-hmm. like blew up. So been like sort of a uphill battle with his family him initially but then his family and of course my family because they are more also conservative yeah Mm -hmm. yeah totally you know me on the other hand I just I don't know I I feel like even men everybody should express themselves the most natural way that they can so yeah for me that's like the way I was grown up was like to (laughs) honestly it started when my mom is, like, telling me when I'm three, four years old, oh, you're so pretty, you're growing up to be such a beautiful woman, blah, 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 look at your ballerina legs, look at this, look at that, and then when I was a teenager, like, um, trying to get a job, she's like, oh, you'll get it, you're a cute girl, blah, 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 there's always a lot of emphasis on my looks, mm-hmm. so, like, there obviously have been some negative things that I've had to work through because of that, just, like, not being enough and this and that. But then, like, the positive things are also that I got to sort of learn self-love and acceptance over time when I'm also doing the type of work that, like, revolves around how I look, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks. It's not going to last forever. But um, right now it's fun. Right now it's getting me to places I want to be. I eventually want to, like, direct and um, even be behind the camera. So I think... Yeah, dream big. That's amazing. Yeah, I I think that, like, right now I'm just using it to my advantage. I don't know. I was just always, like, brought up to be thinking about that kind of stuff, like the music videos that I watched as a kid, all my friends, the things that they would say comparing each other. And, you know, it's just always been one of those things rooted in every female's mind is, like, you know, be cautious of how you appear to other people because they might try and take advantage of you or they Mm -hmm. might, you know, like love has been hard. That's why I've stayed with one person for so long. I would Yeah, you're married. Yeah, I I couldn't. Congrats. Thanks. It's been a couple of years. Almost, yeah. Um, How does it feel? How's the married life? (laughs) It's really no different. Um, I mean, we're growing as adults now, so I guess it does feel like, oh, we're a married couple. But um, we've been together since 2011, so, Mm -hmm. and, like, talking far beyond that. Um, So we were, like, kids when (laughs) we first were interested in each other. And we've had to grow at, like, separate paces and meet each other halfway. So now it's like we're finally on the same page, and we made that decision to, like, make this a lifelong thing because we realized over the last 10 years that, I, I guess we're compatible, so let's just do this. And, um, yeah, we're finally living alone. Thank God. Oh, that's so nice. <sighs> that must be so nice. But, yeah, I could never, like, go back out on the dating scene with the way things are these days, the internet and stuff. And then, like, people <laughs> only wanting to talk to it's you. It's rough of, out there. Yeah. Because of being a pretty girl. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. they could be like, oh, baby, I love you. And you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know for sure. Exactly. Oh, it must be hard, for sure, to be yeah. single. and. But then again, it also seems fun, and it seems easier to be single. It takes a lot of work being in a relationship. Oh, yeah, totally. Especially, it's a full-time job, literally. Yeah. Especially, if you want to keep it lit and... Meaning just with the passion and the sparks and all of that, that's a full-time job. Mm-hmm. 
and when you're in the entertainment industry, like I was going to say, even you, you know, like having to put yourself out there and be gone from home and like, you know, promote yourself and not necessarily be 100% about your relationship all the time. The times that you do have to be there, you have to work extra hard because you're like, you know, maintaining the integrity of your relationship while you're also out, like, in the nightlife as a cute girl, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, look at me, I'm playing music, I'm dancing, I'm, you know, trying to get my face and my name out there. It it comes off as wrong to a lot of people. Like, there are still those people out there mm-hmm. who are like, oh, I mean, you wouldn't be doing this if you truly loved your partner. That's not true at all. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck all of that. Because that's just people trying to put you in a box yeah. and keep you within a certain, like, fence of thinking. And yeah, you should be able to express yourself however you want. And especially, like, that's one thing, too, that I'm working on is stepping into, like, the feminine power and, like, really embodying that feminine energy. Just because we can be so masculine, like, dealing mm-hmm. with people, booking gigs, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, like... I mean, it could be anything, just being very assertive. Having and... a hard hand, mm-hmm. people that are above you, and they think they can take advantage of you because they are men, yeah. <laughs> right, and you have to put your foot down, and so that is a lot of, like, masculine energy. Yeah. Women are not necessarily, I don't want to say meant to be that way, but, you know, that feminine is, like, the soft, the warmth, and it's like everybody has that. Even men mm-hmm. have feminine and masculine energy. They just have yeah. more of the masculine, but think stepping into like being feminine it allows for better relationships too Mm -hmm. instead of just being the guy and feeling like you have to be like oh so like assertive when you're with your partner yeah totally um taking control (laughs) right oh I can be so controlling but yeah I guess that's like well it's I don't guess that's definitely one thing we have in common is like being in long-term relationships and Mm -hmm. Just, like, knowing that's a lot of work. So, yeah, people always think it's, like, easy being in a relationship or, like, of course it's beautiful and it has so many benefits and Mm -hmm. pros. It has its cons, though. And it's not always, like, rainbows and butterflies. It's a lot of phases, a lot of ups and downs, and it's just, like, if you want to be together, you'll be together. You guys have such a cute little family, and your Mm -hmm. wedding was adorable, and I loved everything about it. (laughs) Thank you. You have a new dog, right? (laughs) Semi-new. He turns a year old this week, actually. Yeah. Stormy. Yeah, he was a rescue. Um, A friend of mine found him in a Target parking lot and couldn't keep him, so she posted online. Um, that he was a border collie mix and I've wanted a border collie forever so I was like oh me 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 Um, and I think she was bottle feeding him for a few weeks before she gave him to me but he is crazy he was very young when you got him yeah he was he was maybe like five six weeks when I got him Mm -hmm. Um, he was so cute he was smaller than Sunny which is my eight year old dog who is a long haired chihuahua like the sweetest quietest little just like comfort baby he's almost a cat (laughs) Um, he's like a super loving attached cat he's a golden Uh, child yeah he is with his golden fur and his golden heart but yeah Stormy he's crazy Um, so thinking he was a border collie 100% or like a mix of a smaller dog we're like oh he'll get to like 45 pounds but he's almost 80 now He's um, double what you were expecting. He's yeah. huge. I think he's a Rottweiler mix, but we still have to And test he him. is Wilden. Every day he be Wilden. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> he likes to jump still. But yeah, he's almost a year old and 
thriving. So I'm even surprised that you actually made it today because you had a procedure done. It looked crazy. <laughs> a procedure. Yeah, it felt like it. Um, a proce- yeah, I don't mean that in like a cosmetic. <laughs> no, it yeah. Was a surgery. Like a surgery. I got my tongue pierced yesterday, and if I'm talking weird, that's yesterday. why. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. <laughs> no, yeah, if I'm talking a little strange, that's why. Um, but it's a surface piercing. It's not a bar that goes all the way through. So it's like grabbing on my muscle in the weirdest way. I, I had a tongue piercing before, just like your standard one that really really annoyed me but when I first got it pierced at least I had no problems I wasn't even sore I was like eating sushi the next day wow (laughs) um or pizza yeah like I just immediately was like yeah I'm cool I put some ice in my mouth on the way home from the appointment but this one yeah I was bleeding because um, there's two right well it's um there's not two rings it's one ring that goes through the surface of your tongue on the top so it doesn't like it doesn't pierce through the top and come out the bottom right it's like yeah almost like a belly ring or it's something. like the der- dermal um sort of it? well a dermal is something that anchors just in one spot and that's a whole pff, that's a whole thing. That's what I thought it was at first. It, it I thought it was like, like it. two of those. Yeah, it totally looks like two dermals because they're just flat surface spots. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like a hook, like an eyebrow ring. You know, it's just like a little, wow. like, macaroni-shaped piercing. Yeah. Um, so and that's intense. It's crazy. It's one of the riskiest piercings you can do on your tongue. And um, if you were to do it, I have it vertically. So um, if you were to do it horizontally, I guess you could hit veins because there's those two horizontal main veins in your tongue yes and so a lot of piercers won't even do that and this one is like slightly less risky than that one but still pretty risky i had two piercers in my mouth one person holding my tongue and like bending it in a way that the other one could like scoop it through they had it in a way that once they had one side through the other person clamped it down and then they were like, the other person was trying to do the jewelry. It was like a whole lot of back and forth. I think the whole piercing. The operation of it all. Yeah, the whole piercing took like 45 minutes. And he was trying to do it a lot closer to the tip of my tongue too. Wouldn't that have looked crazy? Like <laughs> like where the bottom ball is? Because that's probably that how to be the easy top. it would have been easier. That was way. Exactly. And I was like, no, I <laughs> that wouldn't work. It would come right out. And um. Yeah, so he was like, okay, I need help. And then he, like, shut the door and was like, she needs my undivided attention right now. Like, no other people can talk to me or anything. And he was, like, sweating doing it. And, yeah, um, it was – it's still a little bit crooked. He he pierced it super crooked first and then had to, like, take it out and kind of shift it over and re-pierce it again. And it's still slightly off. But, yeah, like you said, you wouldn't be able to tell. But, yeah, my tongue has been friggin' through it. Like, they were – gripping it down holding it hell hard and yeah um, just like geez so why did you want to do this to yourself I think it looks <laughs> great but why did you want to do it uh <laughs> I have a lot of piercings and it's kind of just my thing I, I feel like you know my style and everything um can be changed up when I'm older but this is just always how I've been like since, you like it yeah since fifth grade I've had purple hair and you know like I would wear makeup to school and get in trouble and stuff, but I liked having that, like, sort of dark, edgy aesthetic. Like that punk rock kind of vibe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so that's sort of always how I've been, and, like, I have, I think, right now, the most I've ever had um, at once, my piercings, um, I think was, like, 23, and right now I think I have about 20. Where'd you put them all? 
Oh, God. <laughs> um, most of them are on my ears. I'll just say that. A lot of them, like, yeah, you 15 of them lot. are on my ears. <laughs> um, Maybe, so like, funny. 12. But um, this one, I've had the tongue done before, and I really missed it, and I wanted to find a way mm-hmm. to do it in a different way so I didn't have the bar underneath because that's what bugged me was the underneath part. I still like the top look. But the underneath just, like, messed with my teeth mm-hmm. and, like, the way I would eat. And, yeah, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah, piercing. It looks You can cool. take them out, you know. It's not like. You I have a few tattoos. Take them but, out. I yeah. love tattoos. See, I want to get more. But then also you have to commit forever to have that, like, look. Yes. You know. And if you're super indecisive, which I am, mm-hmm, it's too. just a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. So you get something and you like it. I mean, I've seen that with my sister, like, her getting it all lasered off. and Yeah. That's what I want to do with one of my tattoos, and it's my biggest one, too. That's why I've kind of halted on getting many more, because I'm like, wow, that really sucked, and I want to focus on getting it fixed or getting it removed first. And it's so many, like, colors of blue and pink and stuff, so it would take a lot to remove it, and I'll probably Mm -hmm. just, like, lighten it up. Because this guy was, like, digging into my leg, too. I always get these crazy piercers and (laughs) tattoo artists. They're like, I'm going hard. Yeah, they're just, like, shoving needles in my body, but... Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I was... I had to carry my leg up. The same night of the appointment, I had to carry my leg up the stairs. I was, like, dragging my leg because it was just so bruised. Oh, my god! And I was scarred for, like, three years. You could run your finger over the tattoo, and it was, like, super obviously lumpy. It was super scarred. Why was he going so ham on that? I don't know what the fuck his problem was. He, um... (laughs) His, um... His technique, um, that he sort of specialized in was watercolor, so... And it does not, it looks like ink through a paper, like a third grader used a Sharpie on a paper because it, the blending. I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> He'll never know who I am because I was like, nope, unfollowed him. He didn't post a picture of it too. He took pictures of it and he posts all his tattoos, but he never posted mine. Wow. And I was like, even he knows that it was a shitty tattoo. He like traced the outline. It's um, two planets and the biggest one that's like in the front, he traced it with a roll of tape. He didn't draw it out. He didn't kind of like envision it or oh, anything. Shit. He, he just, just went like, for it. Yeah, he like took a Well, it's pretty good and, for just going for it. I, uh, I guess. But if you're living with it, it's not so cute. It looks like a huge bruise or like an enormous mole or something. You don't in pictures. love it. No, I hate it. I try and cover it at all costs. Like when I'm posing and stuff, I'll have my right leg forward or... You know, mm-hmm. I kind of, like, have my hand over my, my thigh or something um, in costumes and stuff. I love garters because it kind of covers that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just hate it. Oh <laughs> well, I think it looks good. Thanks. A lot of people do say that, so that's why I've lived with it for so long because I'm like, yeah, whatever, it's it's there, mm-hmm. so. so. Yeah, I've, I've wanted to get a sleeve, and then I don't think I want that commitment. So yeah. I just kind of stayed away from it but it's been so nice chatting with you thank you so much for doing this again you're the first guest you should feel so special i do i do i'm gonna listen to this and be like oh my god but hey we've made it i am happy that you did this again i've said that like numerous times but yeah maybe you'll come back and we can chat more about feminine energy and spirituality and other things that both interest us and Oh, we worked out, everybody, by the way, before oh, yeah. this. I'm going to be so sore. We had, like, a 25-minute workout. That was good. 
very yeah. good. High intensity, maybe kind of. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I guess with, it was. We were using on a timer. weights and stuff. Yeah, and with weights, and yeah. we're like you said, you're on your journey to getting fit to becoming your ultimate goddess boss babe <laughs> self. You know? I'm in my like third evolution of like the woman that I am. I'm like a Pokemon that just like keeps. Getting better. <laughs> That's how I feel, and I'm ready for my transformation. We're going to get those summer bodies. So oh, yes. Everybody, get your ass up and start doing something just because it honestly benefits you. And that's one thing, too, because where you are now, like your progression or what you're doing now to better yourself, you'll see the results in about three months. I yeah. guess that's the thing. Like, totally. That can be for anything, too, mm-hmm. not just, like, you know, working out. You don't even have to do that if you don't feel like you need it. You know, just go on a walk, you know, eat better food, and like I said earlier, have a better mind space, and over a few months, you'll just notice that you're happier. It's, like, not rocket science. <laughs> yeah, and also thermodynamics. Yeah. You know? I agree. Every time I fall into, like, a negative mindset, I stay there for way too long. And then I have to pick myself back up and, like, change my perspective. And yeah. then, yeah, everything's, like, back on track. So nobody has it all rainbows and butterflies. People no, yeah. are going through shit. and Always. Even when you are feeling good, you know, there's mm-hmm. going to be those times that you just can't pull yourself back but it's an overtime thing you just have to trust the process too because like I totally understand like depression too having that last for years and really feeling no improvement but then you know it's not so easy to just be like oh snap out of it you're going through a hard time right now all you have to do is change it no like it's easy to talk that way but you really just have to like meditate on it and Mm -hmm. I think it comes easier the more that you just start accepting that, you know, life is a little bumpy, but if you just stay optimistic, that's the best thing you can do and good things will start coming your way. You won't even notice it. Yes. You're vibrating on a higher frequency and honestly, better things just come your way. Beautifully said. Thank you so much. It was (laughs) so nice to hang out. You're so welcome. Yes, we'll do it another time. I wish you luck with all your future podcasts. And if anyone has questions too, maybe things that you could talk about with other people or we could talk about again too. That could be, you know, a thing. Take like a little questionnaire or something. Definitely. Yes, we should do that. Yeah. So that's for next time. Yeah. Definitely do this again. (laughs) But until then, peace out y'all. Thanks, Natalia. You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. Make sure you share this episode, like this episode, subscribe. So that way, more people that might need to hear this or want to hear this or would resonate with this conversation, blah, 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 (laughs) they can listen. Until next time.